Welcome to the March to a Million podcast with Greg DuPont, founder of the Wealth Solutions Network. In this podcast, Greg shares his journey to positively impact one million lives by creating an army of financially minded attorneys who embrace an expanded role in their clients' lives. Greg and his guests challenge the status quo in the legal profession and the financial services industry and show attorneys how they can improve their lives, provide greater value to their clients, and experience greater professional satisfaction. Join us in this movement and strengthen your business by learning how to solve your clients' most pressing financial problems. Hello and welcome to a special episode of a March to a Million podcast with Greg DuPont. Now here's the deal. We were going to talk about wealth enhancement today, but Greg had the opportunity to interview Ben Glass, which is somebody uh, Greg has known for many, many years and is an expert on this sixth pillar, which is mindset. Now, I want everybody to know that mindset is pervasive throughout all of the six pillars. But this special episode is going to be Greg interviewing Ben Glass. So, Greg, take it away. So when I decided that it was time to start talking about what is the sixth pillar of the uh, the six pillars of financial advocacy, which is the mindset, I thought of no better person to come in and talk about the mindset piece, generally speaking, for an entrepreneurial lawyer than my friend Ben Glass. Uh, ben is a, a mentor of mine. I've been a member of his mastermind group for several years now. And for many, many reasons, attribute much of my success to Ben. Uh, and uh, I'd like to have him on to talk not so much about the mindset that is the financial advocate mindset, as we've talked about, but the idea of you being not just a lawyer, not just an attorney, but a hero to your clients, because that's what ties this all together. So, Ben, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with me today and to share some thoughts. Those are are very kind words, Greg. I appreciate hanging out with you. We spend, uh, we're we're together three or four times a year for a couple of days in our mastermind group. We communicate um, offline a bunch about things you're working on, things I'm working on. And I like talking to lawyers who are making a ding in the world, right? And and other entrepreneurs who, who have this mindset that look we can go through the legal practice we can have uh be in the legal industry of the profession and actually have a happy life which unfortunately seems to be elusive for many lawyers so that's what i like to talk about most yeah well and that's what i'd like to have us chat about because um you know the whole idea of the wealth solutions network is to provide attorneys the opportunity to to get more value, to deliver more value, and therefore receive more value from each individual client. And part of that is accepting a different role, uh, a role as a, a guide, a, a hero to the clients. And, and that's that's how you have positioned yourself. Can you share with, with our listeners kind of, you know, first of all, the reluctant journey to get to that point, and then the other side, once you've adopted this mindset, what's happened to you? Yeah, sure. So, you know, the, I had a very standard journey to, to the practice. Uh, went to law school, started in a small firm, I left there after about 12 years because, you know, how hard could it be, Greg, to start a law firm and run your own business? I was successful as a lawyer. Found out that it was actually really hard because I didn't know anything about business. And so I, I began starting to learn about marketing, like how do I get more cases, get more money? Turns out, once you know what you're doing, that's a relatively easy problem to solve. But then you create other problems for yourself, right? How do you build a firm with culture? How do you grow? How do you scale? Uh, 
And, and one of the big discoveries that I made over time is that, is that we, we lawyers need to look at the world of law from the perspective of the consumer client. Because, Greg, we forget that for most of our clients, this is the first time they've had any professional interaction with a lawyer, right? So, you know, people in my world, they don't plan to go get sick or hurt and not be able to work. They don't plan to get involved in car accidents. People in your world probably do plan a little bit more, hey, I'm going to need estate plan, going to need financial advice, going to need advice about my insurance policies that I have. Um, and so they probably think about that a little bit more practically, but it's still maybe the first time that they've gone through the experience of dealing with a lawyer. So, so we begin by looking at this through the eyes of the client, which a lot of lawyers only look at things through the eyes of legal. Like, this is how we do it. This is the way it's always been done. And we just forget how scary it is to be a client. So one of the things I worked on over the years, and my son and I are in practice together here in Virginia, is we really consider ourselves life coaches to the clients. Like, like we do legal really well. Like we are no mistake. We're good lawyers, but there's lawyers that are better than us. Right. But we're good lawyers. and We've got a great team. Most of the discussions that Brian and I have with clients, though, are about, hey, what, what's going to happen after you recover from your injury? What if you can't go back to work at this job? Like, how are you, you don't want to be dependent on the insurance company. How are we going to live? And those are really fun conversations to have. Now, here's the bonus. Oftentimes, Greg, no one has ever spoken to that person at all. They don't have a, maybe they didn't have a great father figure, mother figure, mentor at the breakfast table. Maybe they didn't have great teachers or other mentors in their, in their workspace. So we're talking to them like no one else. And we're talking to them like you no know, other lawyer does, because again, Greg, most lawyers are staying within the legal. So what I teach and encourage lawyers to do is to really be more human. Like, like our, our advantage in the marketplace is that we're easy to work with, easy to get to know. We are, we call ourselves the unlawyers. Like we don't, we don't baffle you with, you know, weird legal language and stuff like that. Like we really, really try to be your trusted friend who just happened to be also really good at the lawyering part. So it's a, it's a key parallel uh, between what you do and what I'm trying to teach lawyers in WSN to do is that you know, what we provide are specific solutions to different financial problems. Uh, but to get to uh, the facts that that will that will reveal that these are the problems. The attorney has to have conversations just like you mentioned uh, that you're having with your clients, and there's and there's an initial reluctance for an attorney to to take that role. Uh, it's kind of the imposter syndrome, right? Uh, I, why why I, who am I to ask you questions about your life uh, above and beyond? The facts of the auto accident in your case, or the or the disability claim. So, so how did you come to that shift that said, "Hey, this is what is this is just being human." Yeah, well, well. So it really begins, I think, as a marketing principle. You got to show up differently. Number one. Number two. One of the things I teach, and I just encourage, whether I, if I was talking to you, Greg, and you're a high school student wondering where to go to college or you're a college student wondering if you want to go to law school, I would have the same conversation. I would tell you, Greg, that you you are a unique individual. You have your own 
desires, interests, talents, skills, and gifts. And I believe that your job is to shed those and share those, shed those on the world and share those with the world. And so I really get people, again, whether it's a high school student or a lawyer or you know, a very experienced lawyer like you, to really um, see, to really believe in yourself and the value that you bring to the world. Again, these are not discussions that happen in university or high school classes, uh, but I think they are the most important discussions. And I get that. I, I've, I've got my own personal mindset coach. I've done a lot of reading about philosophy, about life, about um, you know, having hard conversations with people, having great conversations. And I can tell you, it's, it's like an addictive drug, right? Because once you shift and start to have conversations like this with clients, whether it's through Zoom or through the phone or in person, you can actually see their lives change, their demeanor brighten. And for me, Greg, that's like a fuel. That says, that's a dopamine hit. Like that means I'm helping them. This isn't just about my ego and it's not fake. Like, you know me, like I'm the same guy on stage as I am on this Zoom as I am when you and I are just chatting before we went live here, like very consistent all the way through. Um, and the great thing is, Greg, we've been able to show lawyers that this is important and, and push them. One of the great things about the Mastermind Group is just we push lawyers into their uncomfortable zone, <laughs> zone of discomfort. And then they come back the next meeting, they go, wow, you know, like, thank you for getting me to present myself to the world this way. Um, in, in, you know, in the world today, we don't do enough of upholding other people as being special and human and having value. Um, so that's the shift. I, I, I would simply tell lawyers that once you start this, like you will see that it works and you'll become addicted to it. And the quality of, of life, the practice quality is just exponentially better than digging down and saying, okay, tell me about your assets or, or tell me about the accident, those type of things, getting, getting deeper into those discussions. Yeah, exactly. So one of the questions I use a lot, you've heard this from you before is, Hey, Greg, like what's your superpower? Um, and, you know, whether I'm sitting next to someone I've never met on a plane or talking to a client who's figuring out, look, I can't work. So I represent a lot of lawyers, Greg, who, who for whatever reason now can no longer continue in the profession. Usually there's something cognitive going on and I get them to open up and go by asking that question, like, what, what's your superpower? Like, what do people pay you for? What do you really good? What do you like doing? Because again, part of what I'm doing is helping them not, de not be dependent on the insurance company. Like there's something else there that they could do with their lives. And I am more than willing to help people figure that out. I think that's what I do mainly at Great Legal Marketing, right? Great Legal Marketing started teaching lawyers how to market, but really those who stay around for you know more than six months, they know that um, it really is about life principles and life philosophies. Um, and I just get a great thrill out of seeing other lawyers in particular like kind of open up to this way of thinking that you're talking about and that you're bringing to the world through Well Solutions Network, Greg. You know, as, as we approach this new era with ChatGPT being the harbinger of, uh, of AI, you know, the commoditization that's happening in the legal profession, the financial profession, the insurance world, and taxing, all of those which, is, which we're taking advantage of, leveraging with WSN, yeah. I believe that the, the secret weapon for the attorneys that 
that are that are smaller practices is that ability to connect uh, and being able to bring more of these solutions into that conversation. Um, it's it's that connection. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you just maybe think of something. So I have, I, and I'll just use the name. I have accounts at E-Trade. I have a lot of my finances are at E-Trade, and I like them. Uh, but, you know, it's really hard to get a person on the phone. And I think that um, these big financial institutions have probably made a mistake overall in making it way too easy for Ben to do it myself and for others to do it themselves. Hey, if you've got a question, like go to the website. Okay, well, the website at E-Trade is not too different from the website at Schwab or Fidelity or someplace else. So it's really easy for me to hit one button and go. Versus if I have a relationship with a human being, like it is, it is harder to go, you know, Greg, I'm leaving you. I'm going over here to this other person. So you make a great point about the commoditization. And I think that one of the things is because I've, I've been working with you, you've shared some of the, um, the back end or uh, and development of Wealth Solutions Network is that you're really helping lawyers cement their status, I think, with clients now to different realms. So it's not just estate planning, but it is financial, it is insurance, it is looking at their whole financial picture. Whereas before your Wealth um, Solutions Network, they'd have three or four or five different people or websites run by companies <laughs> to do this. And so particularly for the um, uh, solo and small firm market, your sort of traditional um, estate planning attorney, uh, your tool is giving them a tremendous asset to really what we call, you know, putting an iron fence around the client in a good way, right? Because the client wants to stay and the client wants that relationship with you. You know, when I started down this path, one of the things that I had to wrestle with was um, the ethical considerations, quote unquote, going into business with your client and those type of things that could uh, could be part of it. Um, and and I, I just, I've taken a look at that and saying, well, that makes me a, a quote unquote fiduciary times 10. Uh, so I've just got to be sure that everything that we do and everything that Well Solutions Network does um, is objectively in the best interest of the client, as opposed to some of the uh, the baloney standards that the industry has for investing, et cetera. But, but, yeah, but not, you, not only that, before you go to your next point, is so many lawyers who will hear about Well Solutions Network, they will they will go to ethical considerations. They will tell themselves a story without doing any research that maybe this is too hard or too challenging or I won't be able to figure it out. And then they won't ask the right questions. And I see this in marketing all the time, Greg, like, Lord, oh, well, in Florida, we can't do this. And I go, well, all right, show me the rule. Oh, well, here it is. I go, well, where does it actually say you can't do this? And so, you know, having someone like you who can, who has thought about all of this, who can guide them. And, and of course, you're a hundred percent trusted advisor for me. Like, so, so that's what lawyers need is to know that you've done a ton of work on this. Um, you can show all your homework to them to make them more comfortable. I interrupted you, but I just want to make that point. That's because so many lawyers go to them. We're, we're wired, Greg, to go to the negative. Here's the 14 reasons why something won't work. Well, that, that was the core question I was going to ask you. How do you get past that uh, to accept 
a, a, a role uh, that that other up until then uh, you didn't think that you could you could do. Yeah, so I think that number one, you you do when you have questions, you go read and you go research. Number two, um, I just I take the view that the elites of the profession really aren't there to make me be uber successful. So, and it's, you know, it is a criticism, but it's also like they've never learned it either. So most of them are not uber successful. If you kind of look around at state bar organizations and who's running them, right? They're not uber successful people. So, so, so that's number one. Number two is, of course, of course, we always want to stay on the right, the correct side of the, of the ethics line. But so much of what people believe in my space, like legal marketing ethics so much of what people believe to be true just isn't true uh, or oftentimes in my space there are rules that are absolutely not constitutional like they're uh, pre-bans on speech and so we help lawyers sort of challenge that as well um and just just know that you know to get into the one percent you think differently and then greg you hang with lawyers in in this case you hang with lawyers who are doing things bigger, better, and faster than you are, which is part of what you've created is, is, a, is a cohort of lawyers who are wanting to hang with each other and make inroads all, all for the benefit of the client. Look, at the end of the day, if the lawyer and his or her team are healthy, wealthy, wise, and they like coming to work and they like going home at the end of the day, I guarantee you, Greg, that clients that they serve are going to be better served then some lawyer either hates going to his job or hates going to his home at the end of the day. You know, Ben, as we wrap up today, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, give you the opportunity to share with our listeners a little bit about great legal marketing uh, because it has been so impactful on my life. So if you'd, if you'd just share a little bit about what that is, uh, because uh, the mindset is aligned. Yeah, thanks. So a uh, great legal marketing is an organization I created over 18 years ago, as I said, to, really at the beginning to help personal injury lawyers learn how to advertise better. And we were, we were learning how to do better things in the yellow pages back then. Today it's morphed. We have hundreds of lawyers across all the, all different consumer facing practice areas, mostly solo and small firm lawyers. So mostly maybe seven lawyers or less, maybe 30 employees or less. Many of our firms are two lawyers and maybe two to five employees. Uh, they are typically not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on advertising, but what we help them do, Greg, is build great lives. Like figure out what you want your life to be. All right, now what kind of a law firm do we need to support that life? Great. What kind of a client do we want to see walking through the door? And now how are we going to serve? How are we going to get the right people in the door to help us serve those clients, develop processes to help those serve those clients? Lawyers, as you know, it's a very competitive space. You're in the estate planning space. I'm in the um, personal injury space. There's a million criminal defense lawyers. So to the outside world, we all look the same. What I teach lawyers to do is how to build something where they look, they look differently to the market, and then they grow a tribe of people who know them, like them, trust them, uh, who can refer. And we help you be heroes to your community and heroes to your family. Um, and live a great life. And so I invite any lawyer who's interested in this to visit greatlegalmarketing.com. Hit me up on LinkedIn. If you ever have any questions, like I, I, I have a lot of 20 minute Zoom calls with lawyers. Sometimes it's just, you know, they've got something sort of desperate going on. Other times they do want to do what you're doing, Greg, which is taking an 
ordinary business model, state planning lawyers, the way most people do it, and now elevating it in a way that's most importantly, win-win for you and win-win for the client. So both sides gain value out of the equation. Um, and that's, that's capitalism. Like that makes the world go around my friend. So, and I can personally attest, uh, I know I would not be, uh, on this mission, my ultimate March to a million mission, uh, the lifestyle they have, the practice I have would not have any of it if it weren't for your coaching, Ben. So, uh, anybody that is somewhat inclined to, uh, follow, um, and investigate uh, GLM, uh, I wholeheartedly uh, recommend that you kick the tires on it. So do that and come over and listen to the Renegade Lawyer podcast. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> you can hear all the philosophy over there and you can see if you agree with the philosophy. If you do, you'll like what's behind the rest of the tent. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for taking time out of your busy day to be with me to talk about the mindset. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to our special episode today with Ben Glass. If you know somebody who needs to hear this amazing information on mindset, please share this with them. For Greg and Ben, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to the March to a Million podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and get in touch with our team by visiting our website at www.wealthsolutionsgroup.biz or give us a call at 614-432-8065. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wealth Solutions Network. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice from qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have.